Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the republic from which they stand. Two nations under God with liberty and justice for some. And we see it playing out before us every day. The election attempted steal in Arizona to the stolen elections in Pennsylvania, Illinois, and some districts, I'm sure. And it's interesting how, uh, you know, two minutes after the polls close, they call the election for Pritzker this year. I, th I thought that was very interesting because Bailey was polling pretty good. And uh, personally, I think there's there's more Republicans out there than, than uh, and people who would vote for freedom and um, conservatism if they really understood it, for one. But two, um, if it was talked about in a way that was was honest and that's what you know you see this debate over twitter happening in the public sphere now and how the the liberals and the left are having a cow about twitter because they can't allow honest independent speech about conservatism and the truth about things right you know, you look at uh, COVID, for example, and these uh, vaccines that are killing people and how uh, ivermectin and some of these other treatments that worked um, were totally kiboshed because there is a effort, people, by folks that are deceived to take over the world. You know, I think that's really the ultimate goal by some of these guys. Um, I saw a thing something 21 that uh, the UN's working on. You know, the UN is a debacle. They should have killed that thing a long time ago. But it's it's the only way for a one-world government to occur, I would imagine, at least at this point, unless they've got something else in mind for us. But it's it's really interesting, you know, to see how this is going to play out. You know, I, I wonder how many people are going to die from the shot. Um, how many people are are uh, going to get killed in other ways? It seems like the medical community is almost on board with harming people at this point instead of caring for them. And I, how did that happen? You know, is it really all about money? Uh, you know, God says money is at the root is the root of all evil, all kinds of evil, at least in. This certainly is no different. When you look at the money made by Pfizer on these shots and Moderna and all these other people, um, it's insane. And the fact that we're still under an emergency order so that they can still give these shots to people and kill people with them is amazing to me. Um, but again, it's, you know, surrealness shouldn't matter at this point. You know, when you have a president that really isn't the president, at least not the one that the people of this country chose. Um, he was certainly chosen, but not by the people, the way it's supposed to work. And, um, you know, I think you see this in Michigan. I really don't understand how people of a majority could have picked the people they did in that state, uh, having uh, lived there at one time. But again, it's no different uh, here, there, uh, Wisconsin, I think, has still has some major issues, even though they try cleaning up some of that stuff. Uh, and I think there's there's a good chunk of people that are under 
serious deception right now. And, uh, you know, you look back, and we're going to go back to Genesis here in a minute. You look back in history in the Bible, and people have been deceived from the, the get-go. You know, people were running around worshiping all kinds of stuff back in the day. And, and uh, you know, I don't know what it is about the human condition. You know, obviously, the fall had a lot to do with it. But uh, for some reason, God allows us within his sovereignty to have that free will to choose evil or the good and uh you know we have to be cognizant of that or it's gonna gonna command us and um if we're not paying close attention just this morning i was praying for god to, to help my wife and i really seek truth and know truth and understand what is true and what's false in this world today because there's so much information coming at us all the time and so much information available so but here it's a religion we do our best to preach truth from the word of god the objective truth of the bible that relies on eyewitness accounts people who were there that wrote things down not uh some pseudoscience that says the earth was millions of years old and you came from a bowl of soup Right, which is more religious? Do 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 do. You tell me. Genesis thirty-five. Then God said to Jacob, "Get ready and move to Bethel and settle there. Build an altar." Oh, by the way, I'm switching to the New Living Translation. I've gotten back into that, and I really like it. It's, you know, it's probably not word for word as a translation. But in today's world, I, I think people need to hear this in a way that they can understand it. And then when you get into studying the Bible, look at the different translations. See what they say. See what the original Greek says and things like that. But to sit here and read this to a whole slew of people, and I don't know who's going to listen to it or hear it at some point, I think it makes sense to use a translation that, um, at least initially, will make sense to folks so if i offend any of you by that you know more you more seasoned christians i apologize but i'm actually gone back to it and uh i'm reading it side by side with the king james as i go through this and just if there's something inherently wrong with a uh, section of scripture or at least something that looks fishy i will uh i will circumvent that but um anyway here we go then God said to Jacob, Get ready and move to Bethel and settle there. Build an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob told everyone in his household, Get rid of all your pagan idols. Purify yourselves and put on clean clothing. It amazes me that God did what he did for them uh, when people had that kind of stuff laying around. We are now going to Bethel, where I will build an altar to the God who answered my prayers when I was in distress. He has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all their pagan idols and earrings, and he buried them under the great tree near Sechem. As they set out, a terror from God spread over the people of all the towns in that area, so no one attacked Jacob's family. Eventually, Jacob and his household arrived at Luz, also called Bethel in Canaan. Jacob built an altar there and named the place El Bethel, which means God of Bethel, because God had appeared to him there when he was fleeing from his brother Esau. Soon after this, Rebekah's old nurse, Deborah, died. 
She was buried beneath the oak tree in the valley below Bethel. Ever since, the tree has been called Alan Bakuth, which means Oak of Weeping. Now that Jacob had returned from Padam Aaron, God appeared to him again at Bethel. God blessed him, saying, Your name is Jacob, but you will not be called Jacob any longer. From now on, your name will be Israel. So God renamed him Israel. And God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. You will become a great nation, even many kings. Kings will be among your descendants. And I will give you the land I once gave to Abraham and Isaac. Yes, I will give it to you and your descendants after you. So El Shaddai, I love that word, or that name of God, God Almighty. Then God went up from the place where he had spoken to Jacob. Jacob set up a stone, a pillar to mark the place where God had spoken to him. Then he poured wine over it as an offering to God and anointed the pillar with olive oil. And Jacob named the place Bethel, which means house of God, because God had spoken to him there. Living or Leaving Bethel, Jacob and his clan moved toward Ephrath. But Rachel went into labor while they were still some distance away, and her labor pains were intense, a very hard delivery. A midwife finally exclaimed, Don't be afraid, you have another son. Rachel was about to die, but with her last breath she named the baby Benani, which means son of my sorrow. The baby's father, however, called him Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. So Jacob set up a stone monument over Rachel's grave and gave it, and it can, and it can be seen there to this day, at least when this was written. Then Jacob traveled on the camp beyond Mig Migdal Eder. So, and it says, and Israel journeyed and spread his tent beyond the tower of Edar. In the King James. And while he was living there, Reuben had uh, intercourse with Bilah, his father's concubine. And Jacob soon heard about it. These were the names of the twelve sons of Jacob. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's oldest son, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. The sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Bilah, Rachel's servant, were Dan and Naphtali. The sons of Zilpah, Leah's servant were Gad and Asher. These were the names of the sons who were born to Jacob at Padam Aram. So Jacob returned to his father Isaac in Mamre, which is near Kirath Arba, now called Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had both lived as foreigners. Isaac lived for 180 years, and he breathed his last and died at a ripe old age, joining his ancestors in death, and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. Pretty crazy that he only had two sons. We don't know how many daughters he had. It doesn't say. Um, but, you know, the Bible gives us what God wants us to know, wants us to hear. And I, you know, marvel sometimes the little interjections that are in there, like, you know, this thing about Bethuel and, and Reuben. I mean, it's, it comes back. Uh, to haunt Reuben here soon, but, um, you know, just people were evil back then, just as they are now, you know, doing things that they shouldn't do. 
And so, I mean, even Jacob lied how many times? So did Abraham. So, you know, God knows that we as humans are not perfect, and yet he still accomplishes his purpose through us, uh, even inside of the, the idea of free will that we can, we are free to choose what to do. God's still sovereign over all of it. So it's, it's an interesting deal. But at the end of the day, folks, you got to decide, what are you going to believe? Are you going to believe what's written down for you by previous people who have been here, who were there when it happened, um, or were communicated it to them by God or by man to write down for our benefit? Or are you going to believe a bunch of professors from institutions that don't teach knowledge anymore or teach you how to think? They teach indoctrination basically and a uh, leftist woke mentality that uh, I just I can't imagine you know being on college campuses nowadays and just how uh, ridiculous it is with a lot of these things that um, our society is trying to institute as normal when it just isn't and people should know better but that's why we need the gospel folks we need God's word every day so, Lord God Almighty, I thank you for this day, the day that you have made. Please help anyone that hears this be encouraged by you, by your word, and uh, the truth of our, your creation and what you've given us to live on in this earth and to be good stewards of what you've given us, Lord. So, thank you for a new day, and uh, just thank you for anyone that might hear this and benefit from it. In Jesus' name. Hey, have a great day, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city.